0: Today on City Cash Chicago, the Blackhawks had their third consecutive win on Friday, but they are struggling this season. And off the ice, they're trying to regain the trust of fans after it was revealed they didn't respond appropriately to a player's allegations of sexual assault. We talked to two hockey fans who say this case represents a toxic culture that hockey must confront. It's Monday, November 15th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is City Cash Chicago. During the Blackhawks' 2010 Stanley Cup run, a player told several people a coach had sexually assaulted him. But the team brushed those allegations aside, fearing it would create too much of a distraction. That's according to an investigation that came out last month. But the problems aren't just one team's failures. Hockey at large is plagued by hazing, racist taunts, and gatekeeping. Former Sun-Times reporter Evan Moore and sports reporter Vina Shah have been looking at toxic behavior in hockey for years, because they love the sport and wanted to change. Their new book, Game Misconduct, Hockey's Toxic Coaching and How to Fix It, is out now. And just a note, the book went to print before the Blackhawks' allegations were revealed.
1: You know, this has been, for 10 years, nothing happened. And even though we have the evidence that, you know, there, was, there were people in the room who willingly covered up sexual assault, there still has not been any consequences for those people. I mean, yeah, they were forced to resign, but, you know, they weren't banned from the NHL. There's nothing to say they won't come back. You know, there's nothing to say that they won't be put in a position, a leadership position again elsewhere. Yeah, there's just lack of empathy and there's a desire to, you know, look out for the perpetrators and, you know, frame their redemption as the story as opposed to the well-being of the survivors. And I think that's really been very present in the past few weeks.
0: Evan, is there a story from you? And maybe it's this Hawk story as well that really just highlights what the problems in hockey are.
2: I think of what happened in Chicago several seasons ago where a black player was in the penalty box and fans nearby were chanting, you know, basketball, basketball at him. And hockey culture, we know that means, you know, the N-word, if you're saying basketball towards a, a black player. And this happened during hockey in February, which is Black History Month, but it, what, what is also in the NHL, like they like to call it uh hockey for everyone. That's one of the reasons the sport is the way it is, is because these folks, they go to toward the sport where they see everyone who looks like them and the things that they're into. So if I'm a white sports fan. Most likely I'm going to like hockey as opposed maybe to the NBA where I see all these black dudes and I see social justice saying all these things that, that I feel uncomfortable about.
0: Evan, has there been a perception that hockey is, you know, somehow less filled with drama or scandal than other sports?
2: Hockey does benefit benefit from being like the, the fifth wheel in American sports. They're able to, you know, fly under the radar or, as we say, you know, land a cut. That's why when all these stuff, that, like even with locally with the, with the Blackhawks, You also have some hockey fans that feel like that it's only exclusive to the Blackhawks, that it's only a Blackhawks problem. And we know there's nut heads all over the place.
0: You know, this idea of being a a scandal-free sport that flies over the radar is is not true, right? Your book details very clearly example after example of racist, sexist, and all-around abusive behavior by coaches, players, and executives at at all levels of the sport. So the problem Um,
1: is, I'm really sorry to interrupt you, but the problem is that they don't view that as a scandal. That's the problem. um, They view things like speaking out of turn or talking back to your coach or celebrate like excessive celebrations. Like that's what they view as a scandal, but the other things don't fall under their category for that.
0: Racism, not a scandal. No. Sex, sexual abuse to one of you. A distraction,
1: maybe, but not a scandal.
2: Anything that stops the uh, on ice product is, is seen as a distraction.
1: I just wanted to add that to be fair, I think that actually applies to all sports across the board where they won't really view. I mean, look at how many people in the NFL are playing who've been who've been accused of some sort of domestic violence, sexual assault. So I think that applies to every sport. I think what's different is that going back to the personality, like players are a lot more likely to speak up and advocate for themselves in other sports, especially in the NFL and the NBA than they would in the NHL. Uh, so I think that, like, it's that part that people view as, like, hockey scandal-free because the players aren't doing that.
0: Evan, can I get, like, a rapid-fire list of, like, the type of bad behavior, the type of issues, taunts, assault, gay can, can you kind of give me a list of what are those major issues that major hockey leagues don't want you to, to pay attention to?
2: Sure. Racism, sexism, homophobia, ableism, uh, lack of
0: oversight. And how do those things manifest, like during games or during operations?
2: You had a a woman's player. I mean, this is a young girl. When people were yelling stuff at her during the game, even last week, and literally the crowds in unison chanting stuff at this young girl. At no point did anybody in charge or adult say, "Hey, stop!" You know, like or, or or anything like that. So it it's all these issues. And it's not like a series of one offs is it's not like, you know, something that happens every now and then like Haley's Comet or the Olympic. This is something that happens every day.
0: Josh Vina, is there anything about the way the league or uh, even how fans are responding to the to the current Hawks scandal? Is there anything that gives you hope about this being a turning point on how we have these conversations moving forward?
1: I think what gives me hope is that we're having these conversations. Um, I know from talking to some players, like it's something that they've been talking about in the locker rooms, which I think is huge because I think as a society, part of the reason why these things keep happening is because we don't talk about them.
0: What about fans who want to see change in hockey? What can they do? Like what are their um, options?
1: Writing sponsors and telling them to get out basically.
2: Yeah. I'll just go quickly say even with, uh, Washington, the NFL, Washington's football team, that didn't really get moving until like a main sponsor said like, hey, we, we're not with this. That's mm-hmm. when you saw it. It wasn't like. They no, held this on is the moral. strong
0: with wrong. Yeah, that. it wasn't
2: like, this is the moral thing to do. Let's do this until, you know, you start messing with someone, like messing with someone's ends in their pockets. Like that's when they, sometimes they, when they start to act right.
1: There are things you can do like say stop, you know, like you see something, stand up for your teammates. Like someone has to be the person who's going to do that.
0: Going back to where we started, as fans of the sport, how do you, knowing all of this, encourage new fans to get into hockey, particularly black folks, women, LGBTQ folks, or or do you encourage them at all?
2: There's a a small minority of folks who want to keep the sport white. I mean, that's being completely honest here in and not have any other folks in it but they seem to forget that like indigenous black folks and other people have a long history in this sport and we're trailblazers and I always try to explain that but also it's like anything else we always tell people like hey like the issues we talk about in this this sport they happen all over the place whether it's journalism uh academia education uh uh, the corporate world, I mean, the Tribune recently did a story about some of the stuff that goes on with women and radio locally here in Chicago. And I mean, it's this stuff is like everywhere. And that's the kind of like what my elevator pitch is for people who necessarily aren't hockey fans and they want to read the book. You'll, they'll see a lot of current themes and probably their own, you know, personal vocations.
0: Evan, why do you love hockey?
2: I think it's a, a really great and a fun sport. I mean, I play it. My My daughter plays it. I always tell people like I guess like the bright side of everything is that it, it reached me as a kid who grew up on the south side, on City First in Luala, and also you know reached reached Josvina at some point. I mean that shows it can be a great thing if it's reaching people from not from traditional hockey background, from marginalized communities. But yeah, like when things happen, you got to talk about the bad. I always tell people it's a, that's even in the book. You have to talk about why we're here. What got us here? And until we had that conversation, a holistic conversation with the sport about how we got here, there are going to be some uncomfortable conversations along the way.
0: I am so grateful for both of y'all for making time for Cash Chicago. Evan Moore and Vina Shah, I appreciate y'all so much. Go pick up their book, Game Misconduct, Hockey's Toxic Culture and How to Fix It. Thank y'all for joining us on Cash Chicago.
1: Thank you for having us.
0: Thank you. Appreciate you. The Chicago Blackhawks have said they have implemented changes since 2010 when a former player says he was assaulted. The team stated they now have policies that require leaders to report any suspected or actual harassment. The NHL also has a hotline run by an outside firm that allows anyone in the league to anonymously report concerns. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. President Biden is expected to sign the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill today, In Illinois will receive $17 billion from it. Head over to our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm to learn about a couple of Chicago projects that may see some of those federal dollars. After a record 24 CPS high schools made the football state championship tournament, only Phillips Academy advanced to the quarterfinal this past weekend before a heartbreaking loss to the Richmond Burton Rockets. And some good news to get you through. The Chicago Red Stars are heading to the National Women's Soccer League Championships. The Red Stars knocked off the number one seeded Portland Thorns yesterday. Now they take on the Washington Spirit next Saturday in Louisville. Go Red Stars. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.
2: Say hello to Jacoby and uh, Jasmine. You know Jasmine. Hi.
0: Hey Savannah. How you feeling?
2: Well, oh.